We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hey everyone, I'm Mike. And she's Sophie. And she's Brenda. Hi everyone. And he's Grogu, you know. Grogu, aren't you hot in that costume, in that outfit? It's not a costume, it's his outfit. I mean, it's like 800 degrees outside. Well, he is. He is, which okay. is why I'm wearing my hoodie in solidarity with Grogu. So. Well, that is that is very kind of you, Sophie. Yes. And we are on the road with Mickey. This is episode 182. Can you believe episode 182 of these things, Sophie? Goodness gracious. And this one, this one is for August 21st, 2023. And our feature topic this week is our top five favorite Disney princesses. And Sophie, I cut you off. What were you going to say? I was going to say it's very weird that it's been this many episodes and it's even weirder that Aunt Brenda has been with us for so long and I'm so glad that she's here. Oh, yeah. you're so sweet. I'm so glad I'm here too. I'm so I'm glad, glad you're here. here. I'm glad we're here. I'm glad Brenda's here. I'm glad Grogu's here yeah. and on and on and on. We're all we're glad, glad that here. we're all here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're glad that the listeners are here joining us. So thank you for joining us. Um, of course, we have our top five favorite Disney princesses we're talking about. But first, we have some cheddar from the big cheese. And I am starting us off this week. Mm-hmm. I have some more information on Journey of Water inspired my, by Moana that has been released The most interesting thing to me about this is that they are going to have both a wet path and a dry path through this walkthrough attraction. So if you are out at Disney at Epcot, it's 975 degrees and you need to cool off, you can take that wet path and get a little wet and cool off. And if it's January and the wind is blowing and it's 20 degrees outside, you could take the dry path and not get wet. So I think that is kind of neat. I didn't know it was going to have two paths like that. I'm glad about that too. Yeah. Now, see, I've heard pretty much nothing about journey of water besides what you have told me. So this is all completely new to me. Well, good, good. It All looks right. beautiful on the picture, so goodness, I it can't sure wait. It does. It hmm. sure does. Still no date yet for when it's going to open. I know. Just late 2023. I got to think it's going to be sooner rather than later in late 2023. Cause I hope so. I it's, already so. Aug- it's already mid-August. How much later can it get? Yeah. Late. Late? I hope it's not really late. Yeah. Like December. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I don't think it'll be that late. So, all right, Brenda, you're up. Well, Disney Cruise Line is going to reveal the all-new Disney treasure, the sixth in the Disney Cruise Line fleet, on August 30th at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. I am really excited about this ship because I've heard it's going to be quite different. 
I have two, and I'm just mm. really curious to see because they've been keeping things kind of tight on what they've been releasing. So I'm really curious to see what it's going to look like yeah. if it's if it's going to be similar to the Wish, but I don't think it will. And I'm just curious to see so. what it all entails, you know. Yes, and when we can go on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, someday. Yep. Someday, someday, someday. All well, right, Sophie. I guess it's my turn now. And I have a couple of things, but they're both closely linked. If you count Disney Plus being an adequately close link between them. First things first, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is coming to Disney Plus on August 29th. I'm not sure if you saw the movie or not, but we did. And Daddy, I'm going to ask you what you thought about it. And then I'm going to tell you what I thought about it. I liked it. I thought it was good. It surprised me. I thought it was, I thought it might be lame because it's the last one and it's kind of like, are they just doing this for a cash cow? Um, but I actually liked it. I really did like it. So I was pleasantly surprised. And I will I will probably watch it again on Disney+. Plus. I didn't see the need to see it more than once in the theater. But what do you think, Soph? I think the exact same thing as you. Ah, <laughs> great minds. <laughs> oy, oy, oy. It's bad. It's bad sometimes, but it's also good. Yeah. Yeah. What I, I mean, our equal minds part here, mm -hmm. yeah. like that's what's bad. No, Indiana Jones was very good. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, there is something else you need to see before you go rewatch Indiana Jones, Daddy. Yeah, what's that? The Ahsoka premiere. It's happening in two days. Oh my! Yay. Oh my! Blindsided over here. Yeah. August 23rd is coming up so fast. Goodness gracious. It is coming really fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our cheddar from the big cheese this week. Um, I have some listener feedback from last oh, yay. week. We love that. Um, yeah. When we were talking about top three things we liked in fantasy land and Chris from Billy's Closet of Magic, he left us his feedback. Um, he said, number one for him is the sword in the stone sword in the stone pull attempt. He wishes he could make it lift out of the stone even once, which <laughs> I don't think I've ever had it do that either, Chris. So you and I, you know, we're in the same boat on that one. Number two, he likes Mickey's Fill Her Magic, which why not, right? Yeah. Yeah. And number three, he likes the food places like Pinocchio, Village House, and the Friar's Nook. And then he closes by saying, You guys rock. Well, Chris, Aww. you rock Aww. too, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. So you rock. Thank you, buddy. You rock. Yeah. We all rock. <laughs> so, rolling and whatnot. <laughs> yep. So now, next week, we got to hear about your favorite princesses, mm -hmm. you know. I am starting us off this week, and I'm excited. And, you know, it's funny because one year when we took our annual trip to Disney, um, I told the people at work I was going to Disney. And they, one of the guys there said, oh, you need to 
I, I don't believe you're going to Disney. So take pictures of every character you see. And that included all the princesses. Because Sophie wanted to see the princesses. So I had to see it. And I had to get pictures too. And so there's one year where I am getting a picture with every princess. And, you know, Sophie is allowed to hug. But but old guys that are dads are not allowed to hug the princesses. Because it's kind of creepy. So <laughs> I had to hold my arm out <laughs> for them to take it for the picture. <laughs> but anyway... That's this this reminded me of that. So num- not that it was creepy, but that I had spent <laughs> all one vacation getting pictures with all the princesses like Sophie had. <laughs> That's cute. So number five oh, on my list, and this is an order for me. It is from my least favorite to my most favorite, and these have changed over the years. But number five for me is Cinderella. And the main reason is because um, I just, she's so, she's so cute, you know, and, and it was, I I think she kind of got on my list because of live action Cinderella, which I think live action Cinderella was even prettier than animated Cinderella. So, so to me that, you know, Cinderella number five, so if I talk this short for every one of them, it's going to be a quick episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, All Brenda, right. you are next. Oh, am I next? Oh, boy. Um. Well, <laughs> if it's a, you know, when I did my list, I didn't put them in a one, like, fifth down to one order. So, I'm doing this on the cuff. So, but I'm going to just start with Merida. Merida. Mm-hmm. I love for her feisty nature and her individual spirit. And I, I really like her. She's just, she's just fun. She's fun to watch. Her hair is fun. You know, everything's fun about her to me. Yeah. So I just put her number five because I don't know why. Just, there you go. There you go. No, that's (laughs) a good reason. Yes, it is. Well, you know what my number five is? Who's your number five, Sophie? My number five is another redhead in the princess series and her name is Ariel. Oh. I I really like Ariel because she's got this curious nature about her and also because she is adventurous. Like I said, she's curious. She's also a little bit boy crazy which I could relate to in times past. Hey. But thankfully I also think that she eventually outgrows it. I think that's a great choice. Yeah. I think it is too. Another thing about Ariel is she is the only Disney princess canonically in the series to have a child. She is the only one that is a mother. That's right. There you go. And I'm going to be listing off just random trivia about these girls as I go on. That sounds okay. perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's my turn. You turn. Number four. Number four. You know, I'm so, I, I looked at these and I kept thinking that she should be higher. But she's number four. And that is Rapunzel. And I love Rapunzel. I love how she is so easygoing. How... 
She has fun. She knows how to sing really well. She's got great hair. Even after it gets cut, it's still great hair. Okay. And, um, and, but what I really love is how when at the end of the movie, when she's reunited with her parents and they all, they all, they all just start crying. It's just really cool. It just touches my heart. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just, but I, I remember when we were at the 40th anniversary of the Magic Kingdom, Walt Disney World, and Rapunzel and um, Flynn Rider were walking in the parade of the parade of characters at the opening of the day. And and the character, whoever was, she was very much just like she always is, you know, outgoing, bubbly, fun, wanted to be part of the attention and all that. It was just really neat. So. Sweet. Good choice. So anyway, number four is Rapunzel. And I keep Good choice. thinking she should have been higher, but she's not. She's number yeah. four. Okay. Well, that's great. That's a great choice. <laughs> I also think my number four is a great choice. Uh, I'll, I'll say that from the animated version, she was not one of my favorites. But when I saw the live action version, I fell in love with that movie. And that is Mulan. Oh, I, I just love her bravery, her selflessness, the way she stepped in and took the place of her father. And I can totally understand her. I I just, it's just awesome. I mean, she just was selfless. I I love that. Mm -hmm. Love that about her. And, and I think that that live action movie really was really well done. Yeah. Yeah. So I really like her. I really like Mulan. Good. Good choice. Thank you. Well, you know what's funny, Aunt Brenda? What? She's number four? Yeah, for me ah. too. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and funny enough, I do like the Mulan live action. However, I prefer her in her animated version. Oh, and see, the reason, that's interesting. There are a couple of reasons why. One of those reasons is actually just the stylization of the movie itself. It is meant to sort of be like... It's meant to sort of emulate the art style of Chinese ancient Chinese art right. in its simplicity and the way that the clouds and the swirls and stuff... They look like ink strokes. And I really like Mulan because she has a very fierce sense of what is right. Mm -hmm. And her entire character arc throughout this movie was completely unintentional, I think. She was not thinking about who am I, who who do I want to be. She wasn't doing this to prove herself. She was doing it because it was what was right. She knew that her father was not going to survive if he went off to fight in the war, and we get confirmation that this is the case in one of the scenes. And that's why she took his place, and she's just amazing. Totally amazing. Plus, the music in the animated one is much better. Yes. And... All right, it's time for my trivia because I said I have trivia for each oh, of these nice. ones. 
I really like Mulan to the point where I would watch film reviews about both the live action and the animated. And this one film review that I found was about was this um, Chinese American girl and she was looking at the accuracy of Mulan to Chinese history and she was able to actually date what year the movie takes place in. It takes place in the year 547 AD in the Northern Wei Dynasty. Wow. Awesome. Is that Wei, W-A-Y? W-E-I. E-I, okay. That is so interesting. And you know, when I was watching Mulan, the live action one, this is going to sound so stupid to people, but I am who I am and this is all I am. I... After I read the uh, Memoirs of a Geisha years ago, mm-hmm. I watched the movie Memoirs of a Geisha, which, of course, is not like Mulan. But <laughs> but the way they made the girls to be something that clearly Mulan did not feel in her heart that she was, and then she found out who she was, Just I just love that. Yeah. I just love that. Yeah. Part of part of the, you know, that's a that's not a specific to one movie thing. That's kind mm-hmm. of a Disney yes. thing where a character kind of learns who they are. I yeah. mean, Cinderella, she didn't she she knew her dad had passed away. She had no idea that she was going to be a prince. Rapunzel thought she grew up in a tower, had no idea that she'd been kidnapped. Right. Um, you know. Merida knew that she was part of the clan, you know, but yeah. wanted to find out where her path was going to be and how to how to make her make who she was shine as opposed to being absorbed into just you got to be the leader, you know, right. you know, it, it's just neat. And the same thing with Mulan, you know, figuring out how can I help my family, you know, in this yeah. times time of trouble. So. And Ariel, same thing. In in some ways, she knew that her dad was the king, but she also knew that she wanted more than just to be a princess of a the daughter of a king, you know? Yeah, she wanted to walk. Yep. So <laughs> yeah. She wanted to walk. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that that's neat how Disney develops the characters to so they can help figure out who they are. Yeah. You know? All right, number three for me is Belle. Number three, Good Belle. choice. And I chose Belle because she is adorable, but also because we can get our pictures with her, or we used to, at Akershus. And <laughs> because in the movie, she is very protective of her dad. And when he's in trouble, she helps him out and she's smart as a whip. I mean, she's always reading something. And then, like like Brenda said, for Mulan, the same kind of applies with Belle. She's very selfless. She is like, look, my dad can't handle this. I will take his place. And the beast says, okay, 
get in there. <laughs> and, yeah. and it kicks him out. And of course, her dad didn't want that happening for her daughter, right. for his daughter. Right. But but it happened. And the rest is history of what what comes from that. So, I mean, just a great princess. Simple Very as good. that. Very good. Love so. it. Love it. I guess I'm next. Yeah, yes. I guess you're next. <laughs> Who am I going to pick? Um, okay, well, I'll pick someone that used to be my number one for a long time, but I'm picking her as number three. Whoa. And that is Snow White. Oh, mm. my. Snow White is obviously nurturing, motherly. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, how can you not love Snow White? Yeah. But, but Snow White is kind of more of a pushover kind of didn't really strongly come into her own kind of thingish kind of you know what i'm saying i know what you're I saying i love her but yeah she yeah i know what you're saying her story's different but i love her still yeah i know what you're saying but she's now, very sweet and very motherly and i love that about her I will say though that um I would say that for Snow White from uh Once Upon a Time the TV show she was at the beginning she was when she was just school teacher Snow White but when she gets into her own and and they go back into the and they you know they go into the the far away or whatever part yeah. where she's you know she's going after all this sword and, and, sword and everything like that it's like yeah. that is not pushover snow white at that point <laughs> that's true but that's tv version of snow. that is tv snow white you're right yeah i loved that show though yeah. oh my god i miss it so much i did too i did too that was so that was so good so good you know? so good all right i will say this in defense of snow white each of these princesses is a product of their time, not yes, necessarily sure. the time of their stories were based in, but the time that their movies were released in. And Snow White was released in a time where the Great Depression era was really, really close, if not in. Sorry, I can't think about it off the top of my head, but the point is all things considered, she was strong. I mean, she found out that her own family, her only living relative, who wasn't even really her relative, was trying to kill her. And you know what she did? After she ran around in the forest screaming and panicking, she apologized for causing a scene. Not everybody has the strength to do that. And so she was like a role model to a lot of people in her era. Yeah. Good point, Sophie. She's a very good princess. Yeah. Plus, she went to live somewhere that she thought was vacant, but she thought, well, I'm not sure it's vacant, so I think I'm going to go ahead and clean up just in case so I can repay somebody for letting me stay here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she could come to my house and clean anytime she wants. And you know what? Birds or squirrels. I don't know what she can stay all day. She could stay as long as she wants. Yeah. And you, you know what? Thank goodness they were just seven dwarves. Because <laughs> you know that in modern times, that would have been a hugely dangerous thing to do. But yeah. seven dwarves. 
Hey, you want, should I tell my next dad joke? Uh-oh. Maybe. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do it. Guys, I don't trust this guy. I don't trust him. I got I got beat up by six dwarves. Not happy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not bad. Ah. <laughs> that one won't make me grumpy. <laughs> okay. Y'all are certainly making me grumpy. <laughs> okay, Sophie, don't be a grumpy Gus. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Sophie's got to reveal her number three choice. Yeah. All right. Well, here's my number three. And just so we're clear, Disney princesses technically have a few qualifications, technically, in order to be a Disney princess. And in my personal opinion, it makes absolutely no sense that Mulan is a Disney princess, but that this character is not. Okay. I told these guys last week when we were discussing this topic that I was going to be choosing at least one character who was not an official Disney princess. Mm -hmm. And here she is. I am talking about the actual princess, Kitaga Kash. She is from the Atlantis The Lost Empire movie. And she also goes by Kita, just because her name is so ridiculously hard to pronounce. Yeah. (laughs) So, Sophie, I'm going to leave that one for you to type in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. I got it. Um, so. There we go. So, I guess what we're saying is this is the kickoff of the Kidagakash for princess status campaign. Oh, it's not the kickoff. People have been trying to get her in the official lineup for years now. Right, but it is the kickoff for On the Road with Mickey. Absolutely. Okay, so there Absolutely. you go. Absolutely. Write down her movie too, baby, and tell Thanks. me, ex- ex- tell me again why you think she should be yes. a princess. So the thing about Kita, that is her name, is if you look at all the Disney princesses, some of them marry into royalty, some of them are born into royalty, one of them does neither. Mulan. Yeah. <laughs> She becomes royalty. Sort of, yeah. Kida was arguably the first Disney princess in the chronological timeline to be a princess. She was born 8,000 years ago. Okay. Yes, she was the princess of Atlantis. And ever since a great flood that put the city underwater she has been trying her best to preserve the culture of her people because they have slowly forgotten it over time she is very she's like Belle on a higher level because she is a scholar she seeks to learn knowledge which has been lost and she is so stuck in this pursuit of this knowledge that she is willing to go against her own father, the king, who has forbidden her from pursuing it. She is so much like all of these princesses. She's like Belle. She's like Ariel. She is 
there's really no reason why she shouldn't be a Disney princess other than the fact that she was not the main character of her movie and that unfortunately Atlanta's The Lost Empire did not have a huge blockbuster hit like the princesses that are in the Disney princess franchise. Well, that's the movie all... wasn't about her. Like all the rest of them, the movie was about them. Except Jasmine. True. That's true. Yeah. So again, okay. I think she should be a Disney princess. The only reason she's not is because her movie didn't make enough money. And it should have because it's an underrated masterpiece. Okay. Money talks. Yeah, it I does. Know. It does. All right. Well, that's great information. But in the meantime, I also put in my trivia there about her. If she was an official Disney princess, she would be the oldest one. Because she's 8,000 years old. 8,000 years, yes. Yeah. (laughs) About 7,980 years, give or take. Wow. Yeah. Well. She looks great for her age. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and I haven't seen a picture of her, so I'll take your word for it. I'm going to give right. my number two. Oh, awesome! This this princess used to be top billing. Oh, just like Brenda's number three used to be number one on her list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, number two on my list is also is Snow White, just like Brenda's number three, Snow White. Yep. And I still like Snow White. And yes. I have no problem with Snow White. And in fact, I am going to share an absolutely adorable picture of Snow White with a couple of girls I know. Namely, Sophie and oh, Stephanie. <laughs> sweet. No, I have a great picture of Snow White with Aaliyah, but I don't have it here. Like, I don't know where it is exactly. Yeah. But But Snow White's so beautiful. She is. She is is gorgeous. She is so adorable there. The fairest in the land. Exactly. Exactly. And so she's just always been one of my favorites, even though I'm not, you know, one that's lining up to watch princesses or get autographs or whatever Mm -hmm. like that. So she's fallen to number two. She's number two on my list only because of my number one choice. And I think it's kind of a giveaway. But anyway, I'll let's see if you guys can guess who it is when it's my turn. When it's your turn again. I think we know who it is. Yeah, I think we can guess. In the meantime, a little quick trivia about Snow White. She's actually the youngest Disney princess. Sweet. Wow. Despite being 15 or... 14 actually 14 wow yeah wow all right well good info brenda what do you have for number two on your list well i'm going to choose from my list number two being cinderella 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 that's right i'm not that's all i'm singing of the song because of her kindness and her courage and her ability to forgive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would have done some damage to those stepsisters, honey. <laughs> <laughs> they would have not wanted to be around me after that. But no, she forgave them and her stepmother because 
she was a much better person than me. <laughs> Cinderella is a very good person, and yes. we're not going to talk I'm about Cinderella. the Into the Woods version of her. Or the um, Ever After version of Cinderella, when the stepsisters and the mom get sent off to the cleaning area or whatever, and they're <laughs> they're having to clean, wash, or dye the dye the dye the fabric or something like that, and they fall in. I didn't see that. That's no, funny. I didn't. I don't remember that up. one either. Ever after, I think is that's the name funny. Of it. But it's that's really kind of funny. It's really yeah. it's a good ep- a good version, a good adaptation of it. It so. sounds pretty good. All right, so number two for Brenda is Cinderella. Yep. Who's number two for Sophie? Number two for me is actually going to be Rapunzel. Okay. Nice. Good choice. Yeah, she was very way down on your list, Aunt Brenda, which is okay because she was on your list. No, no she, was she on, wasn't on my list. She's on my she list. Was on Dad's. You're right. Sorry, I got myself confused. Oh well, she should have been higher. Is what been. I'm trying to been. say. Mm-hmm. She could. She should have been higher. And the reason is. This is not just because of her movie, actually. I have seen a couple instances of the spin-off TV series called Tangled Ever After. It is on well, it was on Disney Channel. It was what took place between Rapunzel going home to her family and then eventually getting married to Eugene Aww. Fitzherbert. Otherwise known as Flynn Rider, depending mm-hmm. on what part of the movie you're watching. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, she goes on some really awesome adventures in that show. Not only does she regain back her 70 feet of long golden hair, it actually nice. goes into the lore of exactly how she got it in the first place, as in how the flower that gave her her power grew. And let me just tell you, what? She said flower power. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that too. Yeah, she doesn't get that. No, sorry, Sophie. You're too young for that. I know about the 70s, you guys. Oh, okay. Sorry, baby. Continue, please. The point is, Rapunzel is way more epic and mythological than any of us realized. Oh. Yeah. And that's really all I can say because I really need to go rewatch it. Otherwise, I'm going to get myself tongue tied and sound like an idiot on the Internet. But all you need to know is there is the sun drop, which is what gave us the flower, which is what gave us Rapunzel. And then there's the moon drop, which has the exact opposite effect, which is also somehow linked to Rapunzel. And she's just got control of both of these things. She is powerful. Awesome. And she does not realize it at all in the movie. Well, good to know. I don't realize it either. There's one other special thing about Rapunzel. What's that? She's the only princess that also made it to Arendelle. The rest were busy. (laughs) You are absolutely right. Yep, I've seen her. This is during her short hair phase. That's right, her short hair phase before she got all her hair back. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Goodness but gracious. it's an uncredited role. 
It is an uncredited mm -hmm. role, but one that comes with a lot of funny ideas behind it. Because mm -hmm. you realize that means they were there during the eternal winter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can just imagine it now. They are huddled up, her and Eugene, because at this point they're together. And Eugene is just like, Blondie, maybe next time we just send a fruit basket and call it good. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I keep on thinking about it and it's funny. I that love Rapunzel. Funny. She's got some humor. Mm -hmm. Yes, she's funny, yes. Yeah. All right, is it my turn? It is your turn for your number one. Da, da, da. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> number one for me is Merida. Of course it is. <laughs> because she's an adorable redhead and she reminds me of Cindy. Sweet. So, enough said. That's all I got to say about that. Um, I could say mic drop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, as far as Brenda's reasons, feisty nature, individual spirit, I like that. Uh, I'll take those two. But uh, she just heck of an equestrian. I mean, she's yeah. got it all. She can yeah. bow and arrow it. She can do mm -hmm. archery, yeah. whatever. Yep. Round yep. up her brothers, throw them food, whatever. Yeah. She's got it all. She can turn them into bears. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Merida, number one on my list. Very good. So. Can you guess what my number one is? Can y'all guess? I will guess. Um, Rapunzel. Hmm. Nope. What about you, Sophie? Hmm. So no, see, I'm not, I can tell I, Sophie's gonna know by looking at her. No, I actually have no idea. See, I'm not good at guessing other people's favorite princesses. <laughs> I can barely even choose my own. Is it Aurora? No, it is Belle. Oh, duh. Yeah, I no, it is Belle. Belle yeah. is. I mean, I'm a reader. She's a reader. She walks around town half in her mind, half out of her mind. I'm right there with her. You know, the beast was really, really mean to her. But when she found out he couldn't read, like she immediately started teaching him to read and reading to, I mean, she enriched his life. She's, she's like awesome. Yep. I so in other also, words, she's compassionate. She's playing smart. the role of Belle is Aunt Brenda. No way. No yeah, yes. I can see it. I can see it. I, in fact, I do see it. There. Yes. You know, we have made a decision. That's the way it is. <laughs> so there you go. I do love Belle. I, I, you know, if it if we were just doing it based on outfit, Belle wouldn't have gotten it. No. But you know, based on other stuff, she's got it. Okay, so. Belle in the blue dress or Belle in the yellow dress? No, she would be Belle in the yellow dress, but Cinderella's dress in the live action movie would kill her. I mean, oh, there's yeah. just nothing better than that thing. Yeah. Uh, call me, uh, call me weird, but I have an unpopular opinion. I prefer oh. Belle in her pink dress. Pink I can understand dress. that. Yeah, I don't she remember has, seeing her one. She in has pink a dress. pink dress and she wears it yeah. during the winter scenes of her movie. Yes. And it oh, has oh, a, yeah. a little oh, yeah. yeah. And she just looks so good in pink. Yeah. 
And aside from that, I was really, I mean, I don't know how you were when you were watching the live action Belle, but I really expected a much prettier dress. I mean, it just isn't not, it isn't to me. I loved the live action Beauty and the Beast, mainly for the Beast and his castle. Yeah. 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 She gets it. Yep. 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 Yeah. And yeah. But that Lily James with that, I don't know, what is her waist? 14 inches in Cinderella. I don't know what her waist is, but it's tiny. And she had that gorgeous blue dress. I just mm-hmm. uh, loved oh, yeah. it. They should have done a bell dress that was a little more, to me, more ornate looking. But that's yeah. just my opinion. You know, Belle's still the, she's still the bomb. I would have yeah. liked to see her in a Rococo style themed dress. Because that's when her movie takes place. It is like right before the French Revolution, which may cause a little bit of concern. But I like to think that the Beast's castle is just secluded enough that she was not affected by it. Me yeah. too. Yeah. All right, Sophie. Number oh. one on your list. All right, it's my turn. And I'm going to let you guys try to guess it. Since is it going. a real princess or just one you want to be a princess? It's a real princess. Okay. It's a real princess this time. Okay, let me look over this list. Are you looking over this list, Mike? Yes, I am. I will give you a hint. Oh, good. Neither of you have mentioned her. Aurora. No. Tiana. Tiana, it's Tiana, of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to throw... Um, like Maleficent or something out there. Maleficent <laughs> sure. is not a princess. Well, I mean, we could probably make an argument that everyone's a princess in some fashion. <laughs> Except maybe the guys. Well, I mean, from the, yeah. Mm. So yeah. Tiana. For sure, Tiana, yeah. Tiana, yeah. yes. Yeah. And the reason is just because I relate so much to her. She is a workaholic. She's saving up a bunch of money for something that she wants slash really, really needs for her to feel success Mm -hmm. like me. Uh, She does not have time for love, but through the course of the movie, she finds it and she realizes that she's extremely happy with it. And I would like to be like her. Yeah. I really like Tiana. I really see myself in her. Yeah. And the funny thing is, um, when you think about it, she is still not quite a princess, but she is technically a princess according to the laws of her movie. Mm -hmm. However, I highly doubt that she is actually going to rule over Maldonia with Naveen someday. And the reason for this is because of her restaurant. I think Naveen will find that he's happy with it. And this is just me speculating now. I think she's going to be the only Disney princess to have abdicated a throne. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's not that. her gift. Her gift is clear in the movie. Yeah. yeah. She's a, she would make a great philanthropist, but I'm happy that she's happy. Yeah, it's yeah. like in the Princess Diaries. She didn't want to. She didn't mm-hmm. want to have to be married. I mean, goodness gracious, she could do it, and she did. Yep. She still got married, but whatever. 
Good choice. I think that's a great choice. Yeah. That is a great choice. And Sophie. her dress is cute too. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, her wedding dress though. Not the um frog wedding dress one. I mean the one that she wears at the end of the film. That dress is beautiful. Yeah. Really all of the outfits that they did in her movie were beautiful. Yeah. That's a great choice. Mhm. Mm so that's all that. Well, there you go, people. That's right. our top fives of our favorite Disney princesses. And you'll notice when you get to the show notes that Brenda and Sophie's lists of show notes for their reasons are a lot more than mine. <laughs> but that's okay. But anyway, that rounds it up. So it's time for this day in Disney history for August 21st. So, Sophie, take it away. All right. Well, my two bits of history, because there are two of them, they take place right next to each other, one year apart. And the best thing about these is that they are linked to one another. So I could not talk about one and not talk about the other. Great. Okay. So our story begins August 21st, 1920. In the city of London, Daphne Milne, the wife of writer A.A. A. Milne, gives birth to a son at 8 a.m. The couple names him Christopher Robin. And for those of you who don't remember who A.A. A. Milne is, he is the author of the Winnie the Pooh books. Mm -hmm. And in fact, he immortalized his son in said books. Yeah. It Which even is so got to, cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is really cool. And yeah. what's more is that exactly one year later for his first birthday, Christopher Robin was gifted an 18-inch high Alpha Farnell teddy bear from Harrods in London. And the, air will, the bear will first be named Edward Bear before being known as Winnie the Pooh. This is the exact stuffed bear that in September of 1987 will be put on a permanent display at the New York Public Library. Awesome. Wow. That is That's, great history. Oh, yeah. I love that yeah. history. Yeah. That's just so cool. Good job, Sophie. I love yeah. that. The way you pull these out, you know? Thank you. Excellent. That's just really neat. So, and happy birthday, Christopher Robin. Yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> All right. Well, it is time to oh. stop the soap. Mm hmm. <laughs> we are Try not, as you may. We're not hopeful that we would stump the Sophie because I like it when Sophie gets it. But I'm also wondering if this one might be a little bit of a challenge. We shall see. I love this part. <laughs> this character is one of another character's three best friends. Hmm. That's vague. Yeah, I know. <laughs> three best friends, and he, this character is one of them. Yep. Got a clue? Got a hint? Got a guess? 
Go on. This character often cracks jokes and is the first suggest to suggest breaking the rules if it means making this other character happy. I feel like this character is from Finding Nemo, actually. No. No? No. Hmm. This this is a hard one, I think. It's really hard. Go on. Final clue. This character loves entertainment and romance. And if I were to... I have one more clue after this. And it might it might make it easier, but you still have to figure out which of the three best friends it is. Huh. So it's a set of three. Uh-huh. They are quick to break the rules. They like jokes, entertainment, it's, and it, romance. It's one of those three. So there's a set of three friends, three best friends. And this is one of those three, and those are the characteristics. Of the one character. Of the one character. What's the fourth clue? It's... I feel like, is this a triplet by chance? No. No? I I don't think so. The one clue is Gargoyle. It's from the Hunchback of Notre Dame, but I don't know what their names are. Oh, okay. Yes, it is from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Very good. Thanks, Sophie. You got it. I know it's the round one. The round one with the pig nose and the horns. (laughs) I don't know his name. Yeah, it is that one. You're right. What letter does it start with, Mike? H. I'm, I couldn't tell you his name. I'm sorry. That is like the Hunchback of, the no- of Notre Dame is one of my favorite movies. But for the life of me, I cannot memorize it like I can memorize the other ones. Well, you are correct. Yay. It is the one with the pig nose and the horns. <laughs> and the pot belly. What is his name? Hugo. Oh. Hugo. Wait, Hugo. I thought that was the rectangular one with the very long ticker chin. No, that's Victor. Oh. Got it. So, and then the girl gargoyle is Laverne. Got it. Yeah. I'll tell you all a little bit about all three of them. All right. Laverne is the oldest and wisest of the gargoyles. Makes sense. <laughs> Victor is the most reserved of the gargoyles. Also makes sense. (laughs) Hugo, I'll read you the whole description on Hugo. Hugo is the most fun of Quasimodo's three gargoyle best friends. He often cracks jokes, and he is always the first to suggest breaking Frollo's rules if it means bringing Quasimodo happiness. He loves entertainment and romance. Along with Laverne and Victor, he is one of Quasimodo's biggest supporters. 
fairy tale. That is tale. a hard one. Yeah, but she yeah. got it except for the actual name. That's yeah. amazing. I wouldn't yeah. have got it if he didn't say gargoyle. Yeah. And sometimes we need a little extra push. Yep. Yeah. And that's okay. So Hugo from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yay, very good. Thank you, Daddy. You're welcome. I like that. I thought that was that was a fun one. Mm-hmm. All I right. I wouldn't know any of these at this point in the book. Oh, I I, I would have had zero clue. I won't even tell the clues to that one to Cindy because I don't have any. There would be no way. Neither one of us would know that. Mm-mm. Would know that at all. <laughs> no, because when you first said one of the three best friends, my mind went straight to Winnie the Pooh. So I was thinking Eeyore, and none of those fit the descriptions. And then I was done. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason, I was thinking, for some reason, I was thinking um, the three fish. I know there's the octopus, the seahorse, and the um, the other one that I don't know what species of fish it was, but they were Nemo's friends. And then he said no. And then my mind went to Hamish, Hubert, and Harris. And I was like, but that's all three of them. How dare you? They are literally <laughs> identical. Yeah. Yeah. That all right. Very good. Well, Brenda, give us a little bit of Walt. I got a little bit of Walt. This is about the company. I wanted to retain my individuality. I was afraid of being hampered by studio policies. I knew if someone else got control, I would be restrained. He was right. He was totally right. Absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about knowing your purpose, just like all the princesses we talked about today. I want to hear what our, what our listeners favorite princesses are and why. I do too. I do too. I'm going to list that question in the group. So hopefully we'll get good feedback. Um, You know, I I just think we'll have some good feedback on that, but yeah, you need to know your purpose and Walt knew exactly. And he knew he's, he was so right. Yep. It it wouldn't have been Walt Disney world. Yep. You know, Disneyland, it wouldn't have been the same. So. Can you imagine being that creative and having to work in an office where they're stuffing your, look, this is the job. One, two, and three. That's it. I don't want to yeah. hear your opinion. Yeah. I mean, he would have, oh my gosh, he would have suffered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to suffer. And we yeah. don't have to suffer. We get all the blessings from it. Yep. yep. All right. Well, that, my friends, wraps us up this week. Next week, we are getting really close to Cindy, Sophie, and I, and our friends Brenda, I mean, not Brenda, Sheila, Jagan, and Randy attending the not so scary Halloween party. So, why and can't then, you come with us, Sam, Brenda? Because she's going to be there a little yep. bit later. I'll be there 11 days later, but I'll be thinking y'all when I'm, when I'm at the party too. Yeah, but we're all going to be gearing up for Mickey's not so scary Halloween party next week. So yeah. we're going to talk about some of the things we want to enjoy, some of the things we want to do. You know, are we looking to do rise? Are we looking to trick or treat? Are we looking to do all of the above? What do we want to do? And we're going to talk about that next week. And that is something that applies for all of us because Brenda's going as well, just yeah. a little bit later. So, so I'm excited. 
uh, that's that's our feature topic next week and i hope you all will enjoy it um if you have already been to one of the parties chime in and tell us what you thought i'll post that in the group as well um so you got two questions two bits of homework people okay have you been to the party what'd you think of it and who are your top five disney princesses okay yep okay sounds like a plan all right but until next time we hope you all have a great week i'm mike that's sophie that's brenda and he's grogu and we will see you on the road road. bye 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 everyone